This is Your Morning Basket, where we help you bring truth, goodness, and beauty to your homeschool day. Hi everyone, and welcome to episode 79 of the Your Morning Basket podcast. I'm Pam Barnhill, your host, and I am so happy that you are joining me here today. Well, I have a very special guest today on the podcast. It is the lovely Jessica Waldock. Jessica runs the Morning Baskets and More Facebook group, and she also has been doing and writing about and talking about Morning Baskets on her Instagram account for a couple of years now. One of the great things about Jessica is she is an example of a mom who is doing a Morning Basket with an only child. This is a question we get a lot. I've only got one kid. Why should I be doing a morning basket? So Jessica and I are talking about that today, but then we're also talking about how Jessica has used the idea of basing her morning basket around themes to better meet the needs of her daughter and really make morning baskets work for her family. So I think you're going to enjoy this episode of the podcast and we'll get on with it right after this word from our sponsor. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Your Morning Basket Plus. Okay, I'm so excited, guys. New in the Your Morning Basket Plus subscription is our Morning Basket Explorers Club. Now, this club features our brand new Morning Basket Explorations Kits. Each month, we present a new themed set of explorations on kid favorite themes. So coming up in the next year, each month we will be exploring a new theme, themes like flowers, apples, the farm, gratitude, Christmas around the world, Arctic animals, George Washington Carver, who is a favorite Alabama son, the solar system, the holy land, gardening, the flag, and sharks. And oh boy, we are just getting started. We have so many other ideas. So each month, we will put out an exploration guide uh, for moms to set up these explorations. And these will include a do-it section of things to do during your morning time, a strew-it section with ideas to strew for your kids that they can explore on their own, a further exploration section with ideas that your family can do outside of morning time, like something you can do in the kitchen or a field trip. We're also going to have level up ideas that are going to help you bring your older uh, students, your middle school students into the exploration with the rest of the family. It's going to be age appropriate for them. Now, the guides also feature memorization and music to go with each theme. And we're going to include MP3 audios of the memory work and the songs. So just to make it super easy for your family to memorize or sing along. But the Explorers Club doesn't stop with the guides. Each month, we're also going to have two live events with your favorite morning time teachers that go along with these explorations. And if you can't make it to the events live, you're going to have access to the replays. Plus... Your family is going to be able to submit your findings and activities at the end of each month and receive a special tracking form and monthly stickers in the mail to document your family's journey as Morning Basket Explorers. Your kids are going to love this. It's going to be so much fun. 
We're so excited about this new journey we get to share with your family. The Explorers Club is part of the Your Morning Basket Plus subscription, along with the 40 over 40 sets of done for you morning time plans that are also in the subscription. So you can join today and get more information by heading to pambarnhill.com slash subscriptions for monthly and annual options. We cannot wait to see you there. And now on with the podcast. Jessica Waldock is a writer, photographer, and homeschool mom of one living in sunny Florida. She founded the Waldock Way as a way to give back to the homeschool community that she loves so much. At thewaldockway.com, Jessica shares tips, tricks, inspiration, and unique resources that help ignite a love of learning in children that will last a lifetime. She inspires families to engage in homeschooling as a lifestyle where relationships come first and interest-led learning prevails. Jessica also has a fabulous collection of unit studies on her website and shares generously on her YouTube channel, The Waldock Way. Jessica, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Okay, so like I'm reading your bio and this is fabulous and we also need to mention some other awesome thing that you do. (laughs) And this was how I found you. You have a little Facebook group, don't you? Just a little one. I do. I have a morning basket Facebook group. Morning baskets and more is Jessica's Facebook group. And uh, I thought like it was important to just put that out there right at the front of the podcast so people can go look it up while they're listening because I know they're going to want to. So how long have you had your Facebook group? It has been a little bit over a year. So August will actually be two years that it's been going on. Okay. So I was going to say it's been more than a year. So it's been like two years uh, when, since I stumbled on that group. And I think when I stumbled on it, it was a couple months after you started it and you had like two or 3,000 people on there. So how big is your uh, morning basket group now? We actually just passed the 20,000 member mark. That is so awesome. So awesome that so many moms are out there um, talking all about Morning Basket and Jessica is supporting them. So tell us a little bit about you and your family so we can get some, uh, some context for the conversation. Well, I am a photographer by trade. That is what I did until I had Emily. Um, she is our only child and she's a rainbow baby. So she was the kid that we weren't supposed to have and the difficult... Um, pregnancy that she wasn't supposed to last through. So honestly, when it came time to send her to school, my heart just couldn't take it. I didn't know a lot about homeschool. Homeschool was not on my radar. It wasn't anything we were going to do, but I started pursuing it because I didn't want to let go of her. And I convinced my husband, just give me one year. Just let me try preschool. And it was just give me one more year. And then about two years ago, when we hit first grade, it finally was like, No, we just need to go ahead and say that this is what we're doing forever. Homeschool works for us. Our family lifestyle, we love it. The the way we can just kind of all learn together and our life and our homeschool just mesh, it just works so well. And we all work together in our homeschool and we also all work together in our business for the Waldock Way. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So 
this is interesting. You have this one child, you've convinced your husband that we're going to homeschool. And now you're kind of like this queen of the morning basket groups. How did you even get started with morning time with one kid? So I am not a morning person at all. Like me and mornings do not get along. So when I first heard about morning basket, I thought, oh, this can't, this can't possibly work for me. I'm not a morning person. But actually it was one of your podcasts that I heard and it made me feel like it was the perfect thing for a person who's not a morning person Mm. because it's a basket with materials you picked out maybe at night when you were a little more lucid and they're (laughs) just ready to go. Like you don't have to think about it. So I started trying it out and I thought, oh, this is perfect. I can kind of even do this when I'm still half asleep in the morning. You're just reading a book. And as we continued to go down the path of morning baskets, they they shifted from what I thought was the normal morning basket, which would be more your traditional morning basket where you have, you know, your art, your poetry and your music and everything, which is perfect. It's ideal. But that just didn't work for Emily. She's a quirky, intense kiddo. And she really likes to dive really deep into a topic. So we slowly started transitioning to our morning baskets being more themed. So she can dive deep and still get all of that, you know, beautiful and goodness out of a morning basket, but it's not what I kept seeing as traditional. So the more times morning basket kept coming up and, you know, just on Facebook and Instagram, I thought, man, it would be a really great thing for there to be a place where we can all come together and share that, There's not a one size fits all for homeschool, but especially for morning basket and get inspiration and encouragement for others that you can do a morning basket at lunch or at bed or, you know, that it didn't matter what was in it or when you did it. It was just doing it that mattered. And that's kind of how it happened. Okay. I love this. And, you know, you were the first person like to me. I think about morning basket and I think it's perfect for everybody. You just have to adapt it to work for your family. And I have people tell me all the time, you know, I can't do a morning basket because I'm not a morning person. And I've never been able to articulate why it would work for somebody who's not a morning person, but you just laid it out perfectly. And it's because you don't have to be really coherent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's all in the little basket sitting there waiting for you all planned out. And all you have to do is pick it up and, you know, open up whatever's on top and do that thing. You know, your kids are going to be up making noise, running around, uh, wanting your attention anyway. So you might as well make it easy on yourself to actually function that early in the morning. And so I love that. I think that's funny. <laughs> That's, that's how it happened for us. I was like, wait, maybe I can still do this. And it's just, it's the perfect way to, for us, kind of fill her bucket up, you know, give her that attention and that, with that desire that she wants for me first thing in the morning without really requiring too much for me. I mean, I open a Mad Lib and fill in some words and she laughs her behind off. It, it's like the perfect meet in the middle for the two of us. I can do it kind of incoherently and she gets her bucket filled up. And then after an hour, I'm awake and she's, you know, ready to start our actual day because she's had that connection with me first thing. Okay. I love it. I love it. And then you, you had actually told me one time before that themes were something that really just saved your morning basket. And I had never been one. um, I had never been one to like do 
themes in a morning basket. I'm more, uh, actually, this may be shocking to some people. I just pick like four or five things I like and stick them in the basket and just pull out what I want to do each day and do it. I mean, that's, that's like really as complicated as it gets for me. And so I had never considered doing a theme. What do you think it is about, you mentioned the deep dive, um, that Emily needs with a theme? For her, she wants to soak up everything there is to know on a topic. So when we, for instance, were doing what I consider a more traditional basket and we would do an artist study, we would be looking at, let's just say, a, you know, an image Van Gogh painted. She immediately needed to know like everything there was to know about Van Gogh. And I'm like, I don't know. I have this short little bio on a painting. Like that's all I had planned. That's all that I thought picture study was. But that wasn't enough for her. She needed that intense, all the knowledge. And I was like, okay, well, I still, there's things I want to get in. I want to do a read aloud. You know, I want to kind of make sure we're getting a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And it slowly morphed into, wait, I can still do all of the things I want to get in and satisfy her need to know all of it by using a theme. I mean, if you pick, I don't know, bugs, for example, there's poetry books on bugs. There's paintings that include bugs. So you can kind of have a theme and still include all of the things that the parent wants and still meet the child where they need, if they have that need for knowing, you know, needing to know it all. Oh yeah. That dive deep. I love this because, you know, so let's talk a little bit uh, for just a minute. And I'm, I know I'm jumping all around on you here, but it, this is a fun conversation. So you do unit studies on your website where we can come to your website and we can get a unit study on, say, Harry Potter or geography. Tell us a little bit about your unit studies. So the unit studies, just like our morning basket, have all been born out of what works best for Emily. She desires that deep dive and it's just easier if I can relate everything to something she's interested in. Okay. The very, the very first unit study I ever wrote is around the Magic Treehouse books, Jack and Annie. Because she Love was those. I do too. She was obsessed with them in kindergarten and she just walked up to me, her little five-year-old sassy self and said, we should do school with Jack and Annie. And I thought, well, that's interesting, but okay. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, you know, no, we really should. You're right. And so I took those books and turned each book into a unit study for her. And that was the first thing that became our product. And it includes really everything except math. So it has, you know, language arts and copy work and narration and all of her geography and science. And it incorporates art and it's just a great way to take something she loves and morph it into being able to learn all of the things that I want her to learn. Okay. So how does the theme, and this is where we were leading to, this was my question. How does the unit study differ from the theme morning basket that you're doing? The biggest difference is writing. Honestly, at the end of the day, the biggest difference is I do not require her to pick up a pencil or a pen in morning basket. And she has all of the say of being able to, I don't want to do that today. She can veto something. Morning basket is connection. So things that I know she doesn't enjoy, like writing or math doesn't necessarily tend to make an appearance in our morning basket anymore because it's something that brings her frustration. And that's our time to connect. So I try to fill it with things we both love. Whereas we both know math has to eventually get done So that's something that would be where I try to bring it into a unit study and say, okay, this is what you need to do. 
But the morning basket is all things that we both love, things that we're going to be able to connect and enjoy and nothing that requires a pen or pencil, at least for us. That's what our, the difference for us is. Right, right. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So, you know, and when we were reading your bio, we were talking about just your passion for interest led and child kind of child led. I don't, I don't think Emily's running the whole show over there, but she definitely has a big influence and we're going to talk about only children in a minute. But you definitely live that out in the way you've set up your unit studies, the way you've set up your morning basket, and the fact that, you know, the most important thing for you in that basket time is the connection um, and how you've adapted things not to look like some other person's homeschool on the internet, but to fit exactly what your family needs. She's definitely running a good portion of it. She doesn't run at all. <laughs> but I think for us, and maybe it's different when, I mean, I can't speak to a larger family because I don't have a larger family. But at the end of the day, I always remind myself that ultimately, while there's things she needs to know, this is, it's her education. It's not mine. I mean, I have mm. my chance at my education and this is hers. So if she wants to spend, you know, eight months deep diving into the stars, I mean, who am I to tell her, nope, that's not what you do in second grade. Right, right. I love it. Okay, so let's talk just a little bit about this only child thing. Going back, kind of back from where we've been, when you started looking at this idea of a morning basket, what other than the, you know, I need to get up in the morning and have a slow start to the day, how did you think it would look different than what you were doing the rest of your school day. You know, we talk about community so much and we talk about building the family culture in Morning Basket. I have so many moms who say to me, well, I only have one child. Why should I even bother doing this? And you've given us some really good reasons here. You know, you've given us the, this is the time where we're going to connect. This is my slow start to the day. But do you have anything else that uh, might be something that a, a mom of an only could benefit from? You know, honestly, when we first started when she was younger, and I know people are like, well, how is it different? It was different in the sense that that's all we did. Because when they're in mm. preschool and kindergarten, it's really all she needed. Mm -hmm. It's also a great thing for us that I, it's all I need to feel accomplished. So if at the end of the day, the only thing we did was morning basket, I know that we've connected, we've read, which I know that Sarah McKenzie says is the most important thing. And I mm -hmm. always, you know, say, okay, I, we read, I did what Sarah McKenzie told me to do. <laughs> but Sarah it, will be so proud. <laughs> but it, you know, it's like we read, we connected, we did, we did something hands-on, we played a game because those are kind of the things that are in our morning basket. And if we do all of those things and nothing else, we don't make it to table time. Our day gets totally derailed or, you know, the washing machine breaks and we have to call an appliance guy and it, everything just kind of hits the fan. It's still okay because I know we got that done and we hit the most important things. And I think whether you have one or whether you have 10, that's kind of a huge peace of mind for a mom. I will say, I do think there are some things that would make it more fun and more difficult if we had more. So I guess there's probably pros and cons on both sides of that, but it's just, I don't know. It's just a perfect way. It's it's everything beautiful and good about homeschool. It really is. It's a way to connect. It's a way to kind of get your must-dos and the important things done. It's a perfect way to start your day without having to think too hard. 
And it's a great way to get in things that you're not going to make time for elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying all the right words. Well, I'm agreeing with you. You're preaching to the choir here. (laughs) So, you know, it's funny because my son was in my office with me last week and he was looking over my shoulder and we were, I was like on the podcast page or something and scrolling down and he saw the the title of one of our podcasts from last season, which was uh, help my kids hate morning time. And Thomas was like, uh, why would anybody hate morning time? And I thought, oh, that's so awesome that he feels that way. Because, you know, in the moment, he's not always the most chipper morning time participant. You know, he ha- he has his days. So does Emily feel, is it school to her or does she look at it? You said you know, if I feel like if I get morning time done, I've gotten the most important things accomplished. Does she look at it as school or does she look at it as something apart from school? I don't think she looks at it as school. I mean, she obviously knows that she's learning during that time. Mm-hmm. Even when we take like, for instance, we don't school during the holiday season. We take from like Thanksgiving until New Year's off. That's our winter. It's just too stressful. And I'll say, okay, we're coming up on our break and she's our break from school. And she's like, yeah, but we're still doing morning basket every day. Right. So it's kind of a thing that's like, it's just part of our day. It's no different than getting dressed and brushing her teeth in our house. Morning basket just happens. So I know she knows that she's learning, but I don't think she realizes that it's school. So this is like so nice and stealthy here. (laughs) It, It really is because it's just this, it's just become part of our culture. You know, yes. it's just something that we do and she loves it. And I can like sneak in new things. Like, oh, I'm going to sneak in. Like Madeline, she just thinks they're hilarious. She has no idea, none, that she's doing, you know, language arts. Right. That she's learning nouns and verbs and, and different things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's talk about these themes for your morning basket. So how do you come up with the different ideas that you use? Sometimes it's holiday. I mean, obviously December is always some sort of Christmas. Those are normally my choices. And I try to do kind of like, if I have a choice this month, she gets a choice next month. Although this year she gets all the choices, which is like slightly stressful for my very type one personality. But this is the first year we're trying that. So I will report back and let you know how that goes. So was that a, you know, it's 2020 thing or was that, you know, just a new agreement that you guys came up with that would have happened no matter what? Uh, 2020 definitely had a lot to do with it. We felt like we needed to give her kind of something to look forward to. Uh And she's really enjoyed, like she likes being part of the Facebook group and part of the community. And she always calls my followers, her people, like they're hers, not mine. And so (laughs) she wanted to do it all. She wanted to pick the topic. She wanted to film the video. She wanted to learn eventually how to write the blog post and edit. So she's just taking it all on. She's like, I'm doing it all. I'm like, okay. I mean, I have no problem with that. It's like, I try to remind myself it's her education. Um, So it has a lot to, we pick topics based off of her interest my interest. Um, sometimes it's an event that's coming up, you know, like obviously there's not a whole lot of events in 2020, but if I know our museum is going to have like this huge dinosaur exhibit and maybe there's not time for me to get a whole dinosaur unit together, then we'll just kind of do a dinosaur theme morning basket because then we can touch on it and explore the topic and, you know, still do all the fun parts of it and then enjoy the museum. 
Okay. So that's interesting that, you know, for you and your head, a unit study is a much bigger, longer deal than just having a theme for a morning basket. So if you were going to do something like a dinosaur theme or an insect theme or something like that, about how long would you spend doing that particular theme? As a morning basket or as a unit study? As a morning basket. Yeah. So our morning baskets normally change once a month. And that's just because it's really easy to say, okay, it's July. This is a new one. It's also about as long as we can spend on one topic without it being extremely in-depth. So a month is about average and we spend about 30 to 45 minutes a day during morning time. Okay. And then how do you choose what topics or not so much what topics, but what materials and resources you use? to match up with that theme? Well, the four kind of main broad categories that we keep are read-alouds, hands-on activities for her to do while I'm reading aloud, um, Mad Libs or trivia, because that's her personal two favorite things. So I always make sure that there's one of those in there for her. And then games, because that is her love language. So we normally close Morning Basket out every day by playing a game. Okay. And you try to match the games with the themes as well? Yes. So for instance, um, we're doing, well, she did this one, but we're doing sharks right now. So we have um, like top trump sharks. There's like a scariest sharks game um, and then chomp. So there's, you know, they're either like funny and related or they're educationally related. Okay. Okay. So you don't necessarily do what I'm not hearing you say uh, is your, you know, craft projects are not on your list. Um, And there's not necessarily art or music on the list, but you're getting in those read-alouds, those games, the Mad Libs and the trivia, and the hands-on activities she can do while you read. Yes, those are my four basics. I will be honest, I stink when it comes to anything crafty. (laughs) I don't like glitter. I don't like paper. I don't like mess. And I stink at handicrafts. So while I tried forever to do it, I have just resorted to that is not my thing. I leave that to our like talk pastel membership and Nana and, you know, those kinds of people to teach her because that's just not, it's not for me. And it wouldn't be with my personality. That would not be an enjoyable morning time for me to be reading and her like glitter stick or gluing or cutting across the table for me. There is nothing enjoyable about that for me. Okay. Okay, I love that. So what I'm hearing you say is not only is it something that's enjoyable for her, but it's also, you know, it's got to be morning basket has to be an enjoyable experience for you as well. And you're going to do the things you need to do to create an atmosphere that Jessica enjoys too. Yes, I mean, it's about her, but I want to sit down and enjoy it too. If it's about us connecting first thing in the morning, I don't want to be pulling my hair out at the same time. And unfortunately, for me, those things would put me on edge. So I would be a little shorter or a little snippier. You didn't clean up the mess. And that that doesn't exactly cultivate, you know, that enjoying connecting start to our day that I want to cultivate with our morning basket. Yeah, I love it. And, you know, Jessica, just the more and more we talk, the more we keep coming back to this idea of, you know, you've taken this concept you were introduced to it and you liked it okay, but it needed some tweaking to really work for your family. 
And then you said, these are the things that I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to make it different from anything else I've seen online. So it's going to work for us and serve the purpose that I need it to serve in our home. And that is exactly the reason that I started the Facebook group, Morning Baskets and more, because I wanted people to see that, and I'm not, I will not sit here and say my way is right for everybody, but my way is right for us. And I wanted other people to share their way so that maybe their way would be right for somebody else or just in general, be able to share that there is no one right way. You know, it's different for every family because every family is different. Right. Right. You know, and I think one of the big things is, is you see people talk about their morning baskets online and you kind of get the idea that, oh, this is the way you have to do it. But people are just writing about what they know about. You know, um, I can only talk about the way that I do morning basket. For example, when I started talking to you about, you know, themed morning baskets. And you've like, I've got this, you know, I can talk about themed morning baskets. And I'm like, well, I can't. So let's let Jessica do it. And so we sometimes see people who get a little discouraged by the idea of morning basket because they feel like they can't do it right. Or they feel like someone is telling them that there is only one way to do it. When really, I think nobody's telling them that somebody's just saying, this is the only way I know how to do it because this is the way that works for me. And so the idea that you've created with your Facebook group where people can go in and say, there are a ton of different ways to build this relationship, to do these things together as a family, to have this, uh, you know, this wonderful special set aside time in our school day. There's so many different ways to do it. As many different ways as there are families. I think it's such an important message. Well, and see, I remember when I first started originally doing morning basket and it just, it just didn't feel right. It, it wasn't working. It, it wasn't wrong, but it wasn't working the way I thought it would work for us. I just immediately dismissed, well, I'm not a morning person or this just isn't right for us. And it took me probably a year of tweaking things to realize that it just, what I was doing wasn't working for us, that the concept wasn't what was wrong. And it's like you said, I had seen only one way and it like it wasn't a wrong way. It just was their way, not my way. And mm-hmm. I like I love the community. Like I see stuff that I'm like, oh, I didn't ever think about, you know, adding that or using it or doing it that way. And I can only speak about morning basket with one where you can speak about morning baskets with multiple. It's just it's just nice to have that community of people to bounce other ideas off of and get inspiration and encouragement. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So we are going to put the link to the Facebook group, the Morning Baskets and More Facebook group into uh, the show notes for this episode of the podcast. So if you are a mom who has heard about morning time or who has struggled with morning time and you're like, how, you know, it, it hasn't worked for me so far, do go check that out. And I'm just going to repeat it again. I say it all the time, but I just want to say it one more time. There is no morning time police. Nobody's going to come to your door and tell you that you're doing it the wrong way. (laughs) So you have to like do and uh, do what works for you. I love that. Okay. So tell us where we can find not only more information about how the Waldocs do morning time, but also the unit studies that you have available as well. For the majority of the unit studies and everything that we do, you can find me at thewaldockway.com. We also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and a YouTube channel, which is The Waldock Way as well. And we are probably the most active on 
Instagram. That seems to be our favorite place to hang out, although we share as much as possible in all of those places. Yeah, I think it's the photographer in you that pulls you over to Instagram. <laughs> it is. It's the pretty pictures that draws me in. <laughs> Got to love those pretty pictures. And they are indeed pretty. Uh, Jessica's family puts up their themed uh, units every month. And they're always gorgeous. I'm always asking her, hey, can I borrow a picture of your Shakespeare basket to put on our blog? Because it's so lovely. So do go and check out that Instagram account and everything that they have to offer. Well, Jessica, thank you so much. This was wonderfully inspiring because I love to hear somebody taking this concept and absolutely making it work for their family. So I really appreciate you coming on. Well, I really appreciate being here and I'm super excited to um, see what you have in store for themes as well. Oh, yeah. We have uh, some big theme explorations coming out with our Your Morning Basket Plus subscription. And so we're going to have more information uh, in the podcast about that as well. So thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. And there you have it. Now, if you would like links to any of the books and resources that Jessica and I chatted about today, including a link to the Morning Baskets and More Facebook group, and also the Waldock Way shop where you can find Jessica's unit studies, you will find them on the show notes for this episode of the podcast. That's at pambarnhill.com forward slash YMB79. And also your transcripts are there, your downloads and everything else you're going to need to get the most out of this podcast episode. Also over there are some instructions to help you leave a rating or review of the podcast on iTunes. The ratings and reviews that you leave help us get word out about the podcast to new listeners, and we really appreciate you taking the time to do that. I'll be back again in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be talking with Missy Andrews from the Center for Lit podcast and we're going to be talking all about expectations in your homeschool especially those expectations you put on yourself i think you're going to enjoy that interview until then keep seeking truth goodness and beauty in your homeschool day <music>